Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. How is everybody? Let's talk about what my friend Nancy sent in an email. I love this. So Nancy and I had a session and I loved getting to meet her and hanging out. That was so much fun. I love meeting all of you and seeing the amazing work that you're doing and the self-work and your unfolding spirituality. This truly, truly gives me hope in these times, right? Because everybody's being challenged right now. But there's so many of us spiritual warriors that are truly, as my daddy would say, reaching down, grabbing our bootstraps and taking care of business. We got to take care of the business at hand and it starts with us. Nancy emailed me and she said, okay, this has been on my mind for a while. So we are here to experience the relativity of being at lower vibrations, but that allows us to experience the good and the bad. So should we be more appreciative of where we are right now? (laughs) Good question, which is hard to do right now, right? So we have all the great things that happen down here and we down here, meaning the earth plane, but we also have some pretty good stuff. It's quite a contrast. She's asking if we're giving our current experience a bad rap. Should we be paying more attention and like soaking it up and appreciating the variety of things that happen and that we're learning here? And then when we get to the other side, do we remember these and experience them at a higher level? Oh, love it. Good question. Just this past weekend, I was at a birthday party And Diana and Natalia and I were talking about this very thing, our life review when we cross over. We do have a life review where we see our entire life, the good and the bad. It goes pretty quickly. It's that judgment that so many religions talk about. However, my understanding from what I'm told and what I have seen is the judgment comes from ourselves. We judge ourselves. Now, what looks like a council to me, it feels like a council of elders, so that's what I call it. That's not what they've told me it's called. I don't know that they have a name. But this council of elders is a group of beings, and the way they show to me is in robes, sort of like monk robes with the hood so you can't see faces. But they are these just wonderful, very loving, high energies And they are not judging us. They're sort of guiding us through the process. So we review our entire life, but it goes very, very quickly. And in those moments that we behaved in manners that were not so loving and not so giving to others are really the ones that get our attention and that we tend to be really, really hard on ourselves because once we're on the other side, we realize We were here to experience, yes, the gamut, but the truth is everything comes from either love or fear. And ultimately, the universe, of course, is the strongest source of love. So when we're back in that loving environment and we realize we were down here acting from less than that is when we kind of get judgmental of ourselves. So that council of elders is actually sort of the equalizer for us as we are feeling our remorse The Council of Elders are the ones going, it's okay, you were human, this is what you were there to experience, and in this situation, 
how could have you reacted differently? How could you come from a more loving position? So this is how we view our lives and see our good, the bad, and the ugly and integrate it into our soul lessons. So we do very, very vividly remember everything that we did here. We just see it from a different angle, right? We see it for what it is and that truly this earth time is nothing but a bleep when you're thinking about all of eternity. But what about when we're here and we are in the throes of the pain and agony and negativity and stuff? It is really hard to be grateful for those experiences in the moment. And we are here to experience those. So I don't think we're supposed to have gratitude for them necessarily in the moment. But in hindsight, we can certainly look at them and look at how we grew from them, how those experiences served us. Because really, when life is comfortable and going along great, you don't grow. You are fine with the status quo and just surfing right along. It's those bumps in the road and the stresses and struggles and when things aren't going right that get our attention. That's when we have to evaluate Am I doing something that's no longer working? How can I change this? That's when we grow is in the struggles. But in the moment, we don't see it. Now, hopefully, after it's all said and done, at some point, we can go back and do some self-evaluation and see how our adjustments really was growth. How did I grow through that? And then I think that's when we maximize and really learn from those situations. And then we can add that to our tool belt. And next time draw upon it a little quicker maybe than instead of having to go through so much agony again. So here's a perspective that I think about quite often, but I don't think I've said it here. So here's some food for thought, and I would love to hear what you think about this. Could it be that as humans, we're here to experience all of this, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, but we are also given the tools to create the life that we want and to even manifest pretty quickly, which in my sessions they're telling us is definitely changing and speeding up. But that's also part of why we're here, to practice creating. I think there is some religious philosophy that supports that, that we are creators when we are not in this limited body, when we're in spirit and we're all love, we create our realities. So if you look at it that way, we come into the human form And we create this lifetime from our soul energy. So we create what our experiences are. We create what kind of a life. We create this material world because even the material stuff is really energy, right? You're with me here? So what if part of this human experience is to practice creating and just get better at it, to realize that we can create from whatever form we are currently existing. One of the ways this is showing up right now is that we're creating faster. We're creating with the emotion. And I've talked about this, that because we're human, our thoughts and our actions bring up emotions for us. They're tied together. So when you are talking, thinking out loud or having a conversation or thinking in your own mind, it stirs up emotion. So now, faster than ever, whatever we're creating will support the emotion that we're feeling. It's like that emotion creates more stuff to allow us to feel that same emotion. 
that's where we're putting our emphasis. If we don't want to feel crappy, don't think crappy. (laughs) And that's so hard to do. I think as humans, that's our propensity. We are so good at saying, I really don't like this. I hate it when this happens. And then we can elaborate on that all day long and feel the anger and the injustice and all of the stuff that goes with it. When in fact, what we need to do is just a 180. When you find yourself thinking and feeling what you don't want, stop, just hit those brakes and turn it around. Okay, what do I want? In fact, I'm going to challenge. I'm going to put it out there for each of you to practice this like for a solid week. And it takes effort. I'm telling you, most of our thoughts are repetitive and they are even subconscious. So to be really aware of what you're thinking really, truly takes effort. I was meeting with Rick. We had a session the other day, and I love this. His guide said, because our thoughts are so repetitive, notice how your body is feeling. Really tune in to how your body feels. And then when you feel it shift, if you're feeling tension, if you're feeling sad or angry, what thoughts are you having at that moment? Because our minds are repetitive and subconscious, go with your body. Shift where you're putting your attention. And when you feel your body holding negativity, whether it's tension, you're getting a headache, stop and think, okay, I'm creating that. My thoughts are creating that in my body. What's my thought? That is a great indicator, I think, a good way for us to look at this. I love that his guide said that. Thank you. I have really been doing this as well. And the other day, I was just really frustrated with my thoughts that I couldn't seem to shift So I went out and just got in the pool and chilled out and thought about what I wanted to be feeling. So I had to think it first. I had to think, what was I feeling that wasn't working for me? Okay, now forget that and stop thinking about it and feel into it. How do I want to feel? And I know this sounds woo-woo and it sounds all gushy-feely stuff. And y'all, I'm a Capricorn. I don't do gushy-feely stuff. (laughs) So I get it. But I'm trusting. I'm trusting my guides and everybody else's guides that keep saying this. So we're going, I'm going with it. I'm inviting you to go with it with me. So I went out there and felt into what I want to create. Not what I want it to look like. You know, because the truth is, I don't care what it looks like. As long as it makes me feel the way I want to feel. I want to feel happy. I want to feel balanced. I want to feel laughter. I want to feel love and joy. And then you can narrow it down from there. What are you wanting to feel? And they're saying that that's how we're creating. So if as humans, we are here to practice creating, is this not brilliant? Oh, I love it. As infinite beings, creating is no big deal. We have the broad vision. We have the power, right? We can create whatever we want. So let's put ourselves in this limited human existence, and then let's make it even more challenging. We're going to take away the memory of who we are and our infinite power and love. And just to make it a little more interesting, we're going to throw obstacles in our way and lots of challenges And make ourselves, oh, here, let's do this. Let's give ourselves like high-level emotions that can be positive and negative. And we're going to put things in our paths that help us feel the negativity. Okay, now create. Oh, my gosh. Is it not brilliant? 
So, yes, on one hand, I think Nancy's exactly right. We are so underestimating and undervaluing the amazing experience that we're having right now. And how do we capitalize on it? And it takes effort. So let's change our way of thinking into a way of feeling. In fact, this is what I've changed. I make it a common statement for me now because Thomas is always telling me, you're in your head, quit thinking, quit thinking. So now I don't say, let me think about this. I say, I'm going to feel about this. (laughs) I need to feel about this. That is a conscious change that I'm making in my way of being, hopefully even in the way my thought processes, those subconscious repetitive thoughts are going on. Just little shifts. You know, just like in the daytime, if you shift your routine, it takes you out of autopilot and puts you in the present. So mix things up a little bit. Mix up your thoughts and make sure you're creating what you want to create. And that goes from your simple little micro things in your life to the macro things. You're creating your home environment. You're creating your relationships, your job. And then it extends into the macro We're creating our global relationships and global environments. So another perspective that I might offer is when we are in our human existence and this crud happens to us, to be able to think back on it and say, how did that serve me? That's when we grow, right? We already talked about that. That's when we have to make adjustments and grow through it. But what about if we feel that we were a victim, and sometimes we are a victim, how did it serve me? How did it make me who I am today, and how would I not be who I am if that had not happened to me? And that might take you to the proverbial is a glass half empty or half full perspective, but it's looking at it objectively. Try to take your emotion out of it and look at it as the pros and the cons, benefiting and being grateful for all of our experiences here as a human. When my daughter was in high school, had a new friend that turned out to be incredibly jealous and possessive and wanted to be her one and only friend. A very embarrassing scene ensued around this. So in her next class period, my daughter said she was listening to the instructor and all of a sudden the room went dark and my mom started talking to her who is on the other side. And mom kind of got on her and said, you need to get over this. Stop bemoaning a circumstance because there are souls lined up up here just waiting to come down and have this human experience. So stop mulling in the negativity and embrace every moment and be grateful for every moment because it's a privilege to be down there. Taylor said it was so interesting. She said, it was definitely a yes ma'am moment where you didn't say anything. Now she was almost five years old when my mom died. So she really doesn't remember. And she certainly never saw the, that side of my mom where it was definitely a yes ma'am moment, but she got to experience it. (laughs) I love that. But I thought what mom shared with her was so meaningful and what a great lesson that we really do need to keep this in perspective. And we chose to come down here. We chose to be here during this period of time. So as we're feeling overwhelmed and lost with all of this, if we can step back and first look at the micro, what am I doing? How can I come from a place of love? How can I make a positive, loving difference? Because remember, there's only two places that actions and words come from, love or fear. Am I coming from a place of love? 
And if I am, then I know that I'm positively impacting my life and others. If I'm coming from a place of fear, I am doing nobody, including myself, any favors. So a lot of self-evaluation and then moving forward from there. Revel in the moment. Yes, please go out and smell the flowers and dance in the sunshine or catch some raindrops on your tongue. Whatever your weather is, just go out and be grateful for it. Love your family and love your friends and be present. All that gratitude and love is high energy. And I sure don't want to sound Pollyanna, but I just think we forget that so often. And right now with all the crap going on, it's really easy to forget it. Maybe it's go back and do one random act of kindness today. I don't remember what movie that's from, (laughs) but it was a good one. A random act of kindness and pay it forward. Be kind and loving to somebody and see how that shifts your attitude and perspective. And can we be grateful for where we are so when we're doing our life review, we can high five ourselves. (laughs) And still appreciate the negative stuff too. I so appreciate hearing from you. And love meeting you on Zoom sessions. I record those and send it to you. Send you a Dropbox link so you don't have to have Dropbox. You can just download them onto your device and have it forever. My email address is majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. Our website is soulfoodtalks.com. There's freebies on there that we would absolutely love for you to take advantage of. Thomas put some astrology things I have some meditations and clearings. I would love to meet you in a Zoom session. Those are listed on there as well. So until next time, namaste.